The Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. NFL kicks off this week and get ready for the season with 32 NFL team previews from the Sports Gambling Podcast. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NFL previews today. And the free roll football contest is back and better than ever. 5000 is up for grabs in our NFL contest and 1500 in our brand new college football contest. Sign up exclusively in our Discord. It's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Welcome, everybody, to... The Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Man, it is it is Kentucky Downs time. So this this is for me one of my like favorite boutique meets of the year. Absolutely love it. Who am I though? I'm Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oakland. I'm your host here. Uh, always not alone. I have a pack. Typically, it's an interchangeable pack. It's a pack of two, but like a, a wheel bet of like a pack where like I can just <laughs> sub anybody else underneath. Uh. I've got, I'm not even going to start. I, I've lost count. I've lost count of how many times he's here, and he's a pleasure to have every single friggin' time. So, of course, without further ado, Mr. Matthew DeSantis. He failed to menace, but he succeeded to win our hearts, folks. <laughs> Thanks, Chase. Love being here and love talking about, yeah, our favorite boutique meet, Kentucky Downs, the race with the funky track layout, and uh, just a lot of fun. And a nice little break, I think, after Saratoga and, you know, before we start looking ahead to Breeders' Cup. I, I just love the time of year that Kentucky Downs falls in and uh, just really excited for this meet. Man, I'll, I will tell you, I was I needed a little break. Like after the Travers, like I my back went out on me. Like I've just basically been like out of it for, for like a week and a half. I finally went. I got the needle yesterday and all sorts of substances. So I am there's. Folks, if you're listening, there's gonna this might be an emotional roller coaster. Um, <laughs> so, uh, my because of my back problems, my hips hurt a lot. You know, it's the yeah. whole sci- yeah. sciatic thing. But yeah. also, you know, I ruled uh, playing sports as a kid. You know, played mm-hmm. goalie, uh, played ultimate, oh. did a lot of laying out, a lot of it gratuitously, did a lot of landing okay. on my hips. So I was worried. You know, maybe something might be like structurally wrong with the hip. And yeah. so uh, they take an X-ray, and I go to look at the X-ray with my doctor. And uh, I just forgotten just how many like surgeries and stuff I had had. I, there were things in there that I had just, I was just like, yeah. Mm. Uh, Cause you, like, you see like these two steel rods from, from my last back surgery. Then mm-hmm. there were like these two other like bright spots that like Mulder from X files probably like looks for. And that was like, right. he was like, have you had an appendectomy? I was like, you damn sure. Right. I did have an appendectomy. It was it reminded me of just like the the scene in Jaws where they cut open a shark on the on the dock. Oh yeah, just, yeah. It was just like it was just, I've expected to see like an old boot, a funny bone, right. things like that. So <laughs> exactly. What no, I mean I... to say is I've had a steroid shot now, and uh, I mean it, it's put me into a, an absolute mood. It it is this kind of mood. To be the man, Daddy, you gotta beat the man. To be the man in the greatest sport in the world. You gotta beat the man. It's that like 
do that Donald Trump post COVID, like when he had had his like steroid shot and was just a raving lunatic for a couple days. Like I'm in that mode. Let's fucking handicap. I love it. I love it. Anytime you get Ric Flair up here, I'm ready to roll. I mean, I've... nature boy himself, Starcade 85, Dusty Rhodes and him going over to the title. One of the greatest memories of my youth. I love Flair. And even though I was born in the North, I was an NWA kid from the word go. I love Southern wrestling. Uh, Tully Blanchard, one of my favorites, Magnum TA. Ah, love that. I love, it takes me back. So I feel like you were, you've been keeping things from me and you're like, you're slowly revealing them like sort of like weird, like Easter eggs, like life Easter eggs. Uh, one of them is that uh, you have a very deep involvement with regional professional wrestling, which my dad co-owned a semi-pro soccer team. You fucking win. Oh, in okay. Arkansas. There was like five yeah. people in the crowd constantly. <laughs> yeah. More wrestling. I, Tell me. Yeah, no, my dad was a lawyer and uh, he, you know, practiced law with my grandfather, like wills, estates, you know, very by the book, family law, general practice sort of stuff. But one of his uh, clients was a small time independent professional wrestler. And he kind of wrote my dad into being a promoter and owner of Pennsylvania Championship Wrestling, which ran from 1993 to 2002. And uh, we served as kind of a minor league development for the WWF at the time, eventually the WWE. But at the age of 13, I was actually put in as the ring announcer. And so I did ring announcing from ages 13 to 17. In fact, I actually ring announced at a guest match for the WWF once at Stabler Arena at Lehigh University. I was 17 years old, 7,000 people. And I introduced uh, the light heavyweight championship match of two sexy Brian Armstrong versus Taka Mishinoku. So that was uh, my little brief uh, interaction with stardom. And uh, yeah, but I love wrestling. I've been a lifelong wrestling fan and obviously was in the business for about 10 years and uh, still don't follow it as close as I used to, but still enjoy watching it. And obviously some of the guys that are up there now, some of the big names, yeah. a guy like Edge, for instance, actually yeah. worked for my dad's organization for about a year and a half. And so I actually got to know yeah. him personally really well. So kind of cool. I would love to see Edge's like HR file. You know, just like, <laughs> let's see, come here, have a seat. Uh, Edge, time for your annual review. Uh, that's awesome. And briefly, whenever you told, whenever you said my dad was a lawyer, I was like, hold on. Okay. So he was a legal professor, professional. I was like, hold, wait. Or was he someone's valet dressed as a lawyer, a la Paul, uh, less grim Paul Bear, just like, you know, class action suits <laughs> right. sort of thing? Exactly. No, it almost makes me think of, uh, what was uh was it Mike Rotunda's character Irwin R Scheister IRS who came out dressed up as an IRS agent uh tax yeah. accountant yeah. Oh, yeah I mean WWF had some really bad characters for yeah. <laughs> but they they were so yeah. bad they were great so it, at, uh, yeah that sort of thing at, absolutely we gotta take a quick break at here at the Notorious OTV brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and when we get back we are going to kick high gear into the late all stakes pick five for Kentucky Downs this Saturday my. God, this is a good card. We'll be right back. Thinking of joining WinBet? Well, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Perfect for kicking off the NFL season. Plus, the WinBet casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Win also has their first QB to throw for five touchdowns bets. There's so much to choose from. And all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. 
so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. The free roll football contests are here. That's right, SGPN's got something cooking here. It's a college football contest, $1,500 up for grabs. An NFL free roll contest, $5,000 and a two-night stay at Win Las Vegas. Also up for grabs. Sign up exclusively in our Discord you can get there at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. At sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. Did you know that there's these magic elves that work behind the scenes that compile all these stats? They're the official stat providers. They're called Elias Sports Bureau. And listen, if they compile all the stats, I mean, they got the data that you have to have. You got to check out the Elias Game Plan app. It is the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, MLB, has everything you need to get a competitive edge. Their app is going to let you access team and player stats, head-to-head and team comparisons, and Elias key insights from their renowned research team. It's really it's a one-stop shop. It's where you can get all the analytics in one place. So, NFL season is here, so don't wait. Download the Elias Game Plan app today. And right now, I have a special offer when you subscribe. Get a 14-day free trial off of a monthly subscription plan, but only if you use my promo code SGPN. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today. and Use my promo code SGPN. Welcome back to the Notorious OTB. Brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Once again, I've got Matthew DeSantis here with me. We're talking the Friday Kentucky Downs late pick five starts race eight. Uh, if you've never played Kentucky Downs, uh, I I have pity for your poor soul uh, because it is a fantastic track. It undulates. Tracks here don't undulate. This one undulates. Yeah, so legitimately, like up and down, and it's it's kind of and and the camera angles are pretty wonky as well like when you're watching it and you're just like i can't tell who's in the lead or who's in last place right now right and right. uh and like people sometimes will get on larry colmas and i'm like yeah good luck trying to call races <laughs> like right. that track like all right whatever but it, so, it's a fun track because it's got a really unique shape it's yeah. it's basically i think it's almost shaped like the state of kentucky others give you the yeah. kidney shaped it's basically uh, almost like a triangle a little bit and it goes up and hill uphill down the hill and i swear to god the stretch is like a is a week and a half long, and every time the horses are running down the stretch because they have to switch cameras, I think of the scene in Monty Python and the Holy Grail where the guys just running up at the castle gates from a mile away, and then they cut cut back to the guards to cut there, and then he's still running from just like a mile away, and the next thing you know he's on top hacking him up like that is exactly what it reminds me of every single time. Uh, so do you have any? I mean, you're a Kentucky Downs enthusiast. Do you have any? good Kentucky down angles you use? No, I, there's a couple, I guess. One is uh, I really like looking at horses, particularly in sprint races that have experience going longer because of exactly what you just said with the undulation. 
So that can really take it out of a horse. And if a horse is running, let's say, six furlongs at Kentucky Downs, I'd like to see that he he or she previously ran six and a half or seven furlongs. Just knowing that they can get the distance uh, is a is a factor. And as opposed to a horse that may only be running five and a half, six, and now is running six there, I'm like, ah, eh, six there is not quite the same as six everywhere right. else. And it's right. I, I, in some ways, it reminds me a little bit of handicapping the downhill turf course at Santa Anita. Yeah, in, yeah. in that there's that undulation. So, so that's something I do look at. So that a few horses we'll talk about distant cutbacks are a key. The other is just honestly previous experience. Like it's such a funky track that I do tend to put a lot of emphasis on horses for courses uh, at Kentucky downs more so than other tracks that I might handicap. That, that was something that I actually looked at heavily in this one was, do you have experience in the track? It goes back to my, my buddy, Ryder Dave is the person who taught me uh, the, you know, six and a half downhill have experience on the six and a half downhill handicapping angle. And it definitely applies here to uh, Saratoga shippers, Saratoga horses shipping in always just seem to crush, uh, you know, they're some of the best horses in North America. They're all still pretty fit from a meet that just, you know, ended last week. It, it's something, I mean, it makes sense. There's not a lot of time in the shelf and uh, also I look for, love horses coming off the all weather tur- surfaces, especially mm. I've caught great prices coming off of uh, Presque Isle coming out of Woodbine. Now they have, you know, I have a uh, Gulfstream park to lean into. Yeah. So I have those shippers now too. So, you know, things to keep in mind, but let's go ahead. Let's get into the Saturday late pick five. It's the all graded stakes pick five race. Eight starts at four 30 PM. Eastern three 30 God's time. It's a mile on the turf. All these races are on the turf. Also, if you didn't know, now, you know, don't have that sound drop should. Um, What'd you, uh, what'd you think of this first race? Uh, I, I thought this could either be very easy or this could be uh, extremely tough. It's, it's Kentucky Downs. I lean to extremely tough. Yeah, I think it's also extremely tough. Uh, and I think you have a lot of really good horses. This feels like a very deep field uh, with, between Delica, uh, Princess Grace, Lady Spate Spear, Flippant is even a horse I really like underneath. Uh, and so there's a lot of just really solid horses here who are all coming in in pretty good form. That's the other thing that makes it more challenging is you know, sometimes you can see a horse that might be a big name or, or you know, has a good resume, but maybe the last two aren't that great or they're coming off a long layoff or, you know, one thing or the other. But all these horses look to be in pretty good shape, pretty good form. And, and coming off solid efforts, I mean, Delica certainly winning last time out, wiring the field, uh, holding off Princess Grace, uh, you know, Lady Spacebeer coming off a victory at Woodbine uh, at a mile and a 16th. So uh, I think a lot of ways to go. And I think you and I ended up on maybe the same horse from a morning line standpoint as our top pick, uh, which was the number four, Lady Spacebeer, uh, coming down from Woodbine and that all-weather track. So uh, I have my reasons, but I'm interested in why you're a big fan of hers. Well, you know, it's a horse that I've actually gotten to watch quite a bit uh, doing those uh, ABR live streams for the Woodbine, uh, you know, Road to the Queen's Plate. And so Lady Spatesphere was in the races in the undercard. It's it's a horse that I really like. It really checks my box of coming off of an all-weather uh, surface. I know it has success on turf. I'm a big Emma Jane Wilson fan, too. I, I think she's a great jockey who ships down with this mount. Um, you know, uh, a, a little bit of a underwhelming performance last out at Woodbine, but still did the job. Uh, I, I think this is really kind of a, an issue of pace and the pace sets up well, because I know that lady spite spirit can sit off the rail or sorry, off the uh, pace, or I know that she can send for it if, you know, no one takes the initiative. So I feel like that's just a really good spot to be in. And it's definitely a horse that I want to use in a win bet. Um, you know, I, I've got other horses that I'm going to sprinkle in horizontally, uh, you know, the, 
the uh, three uh, Hindi Woods, the five Flappant, and the six Sunny one might just bomb at 30 to one. Just because, I I mean, this track is tough, y'all. God, I want to be spread out. So that's kind of how I was looking at it there. Yeah, I, I agree with you about Lady Space Fear up top. I mean, I think if you look at her worst performances are at nine furlongs or uh, and on the Churchill Downs turf, which, uh, you know, I think David Aragona termed the churf. Uh, because it's not quite turf, it's not quite dirt, it's whatever's growing there in Churchill Downs. Yeah. Um, uh, but very good at a mile. Uh, and 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 I think has shown the ability to win at a mile on the 16th run, well at a longer distance. So again, what we talked about earlier, having the ability to run a little longer than what the race is actually carded for, I think is important. You know, underneath it's important. You know, a horse like Delica and Princess Grace, they're very logical horses. Uh, they, they have a lot of class. They they show up every single time. They run very consistently. I think there might be a little bit of pace up front against Delica, so I'm a little worried about that. Uh, and Hendy Woods, I'm not entirely sold on. Uh, I I just think you know he's coming back of a little bit of a layoff and. When stepping up against graded stakes competition hasn't necessarily done the best. I do like Flimpet at 12 to 1 underneath. I think this is a horse that really could give you a nice shot. Uh, I ran very well at Colonial, and I bring that up because Colonial also, while it doesn't undulate as much, is a little bit of a different type of turf course. And so the fact that he ran well there, I think does say something, or she, I should say, ran well there, does say something. Um, and also finished in a dead heat with Hendy Woods last time, or two out ago, and you know, you're getting nine to two in the morning line on Hendy Woods and 12 to one on the morning line on Flippin'. So I'll take the 12 to one. All right. I like it. I'm trying to stay away and just keep a absolute, you know, no favorite ticket. Like I, I feel like these, this, you know, these races at Kentucky Downs, the, the fields are so big. Everyone is so talented, this talented that this could just be one of those, like, you know, those life changing scores. Whenever you're put in a position where you can say things, you know, like this. Hey, 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 don't rub on that. You block that. You understand? That's alpaca. That's $25,000 alpaca. You block that shit. You don't rub on Put the club soda on there. Make that blot my alpaca money, as Denzel would say, an American gangster. All right. Oh, and uh, let, me get, let me see. Had a little uh, exact to play. Going Lady Spate Spear over the 356. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode or your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment. You can cancel it anytime. Right now, you can try FuboTV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's FuboTV.com slash SGP. F-U-B-O-T-V D-O-T com. I made it weird. For all you sports bettors out there, I want to tell you about the best new way to increase your bankroll. It's called Promo Guy. US. At PromoGuy.us, you can get the biggest bonuses from all the best sports books in the country. We're talking $1,000 risk-free deposits, insane odds boosts, and most importantly, the best analytics in the business. Plus, tons of free picks as well. PromoGuy.us is your guide to betting smart. Once again, that's PromoGuy.us. Now, on to Sleeper. 
just exponential growth. It's the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably have a team on Sleeper. Who are we kidding? I have mine on there. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. Now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. Their over-unders integrated into Fantasy. It's the first sports contest game built into the Fantasy experience. Not only can you enter a contest via over-under itself, but you can also do so through your Fantasy League's matchup screen, i.e. Patrick Mahomes is your starting Fantasy quarterback. Let's hypothetical. Patrick Mahomes is your starting fantasy quarterback. And not only do you think that you're going to win your fantasy matchup this week, but you're also confident that Mahomes is going to hit his over 250 passing yards line. Well, if you picked that correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. Main reason I'm excited about overrunner on Sleeper, is that's you got a little camaraderie. It's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest, play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see my friends' picks. I can, I can tail them if he's hot. With just the tap of a button and it's so insanely fun to just sweat it out together not only do they have nfl but they also have college football player props stop what you're doing and download sleeper now to play their new over and under game have fun with your friends and make some money on your mobile phone join our listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com sgp and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 dollars Promo code SGP, go again to sleeper.com slash SGP and you'll get a 100% match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right. Race nine. FanDuel. Turf, sprint, stakes. Uh, I saw uh, today is the first time I turned on TVG, the FanDuel to TVG thing. Oh, yeah. It's stark. I, and it's, uh, I, I'm afraid to change. I don't like it. I, I will say this. Uh, my dad called me about it my dad hasn't called me in two weeks and he didn't call me to see how i was doing he didn't call me to you know check in or let me know how he's doing he called to let me know he does not like to change either and he's like what the crap is this why is it called FanDuel? what happened to my tvg app i'm like everything's fine everything's gonna be okay uh but he does not like it at all and i've just not watched i just keep watching the local feeds that's what i'm doing whenever whenever i flipped over to it because i was curious i hadn't seen it and there was just some uh a young woman on the microphone talking about a football game and like only football. I could only see football lines at the bottom. I was like, what have they done? <laughs> and then Ken Rudolph's voice led me out of the wilderness. Right, I was like, okay, right. it's, it's still pretty much the same. Right. Thank God. Ken's there. All right. All right. Moving on. So the FanDuel turf sprint stakes, it's a six furlong speed has been killing so far, but there is some weather, uh, you know, in the forecast. So I just want to throw that out there, but this is six furlong sprint. Uh, I mean, I I got one horse that I really like, and it's for somebody that I rarely pick, honestly. Samson Simpson, I stick by my story. I'm... That's right, Safi Joseph Jr. Uh, this is another one. It's popping off the AW. Uh, I love the stocking trip trip that this horse should could you know should get if that outside uh, path really works. But I think maybe you know a good price for chasing Artie and and could be in the mix late. So. I'm, I'm all over this. Uh, I, I think the horse is going to be undervalued because, I mean, really lost the Jiper by a lot. Uh, but the horse got bumped. Sometimes you get hit and it, like, takes the wind out of you. I think that could have happened there. So uh, I, I like it on the, uh, you know, on the trouble against uh, the uh, same kind of class. Yeah, and sometimes with sprint races, you know, when things go wrong, they really go wrong. You know, in, in a way that in a route race, a horse has a time to collect itself again and calm back down and jockey a lot of times can get the horse back on track. 
in a sprint that, it, like I said, like you said, if things go wrong at the start, if you start getting bumped, if you start getting jostled, it, it can be over before it starts in some cases. Um, and, and Safi, it should be pointed out, and I'm a, probably a little bit more of a believer in Safi than you are outside of the state of Florida, but he's actually had a pretty decent Kentucky Downs meet so far. So uh, th- there's some nice trainer stats for him in limited running, granted, but uh, reason to believe that he's his barn is going to fire uh, on on Saturday. I mean, that's a good point. I, I, I don't discount his Kentucky barn near as much as I discount his New York and Saratoga barn. Cause I mean, not a mercy. Wasn't great. So I, uh, I, I'm definitely, you know, I, I like him way more in, in the state of Kentucky. So yeah, I, I was using chasing already. I'm still way spread out here. I'll give you some of the horses I, uh, I used, uh, I, I mean, I used the one at, you know, del- or sorry, I'm looking at race nine. Uh, I used the one Johnny Unleashed. I actually like this sitting a pocket trip as a, as a just a monster bomb. Uh, Gerardo Corrales up there. Oh, God. I love me some Gerardo Corrales. Uh, then I also used the uh, the uh, four charcoal, the eight brand, which I know you're going to talk about. And then, yeah, chasing already. So I was four deep here. Yeah. Yeah. So brand. So I, I think we should at least mention arrest me red as the morning line favorite. And to be fair, that horse really hasn't done anything wrong. Uh, you know, just got nosed out by Casa Creed at the Jiper last time out, which is, you know, nothing to hang your head about certainly, but you know, gets the 12th post position is, is on the far outside, which, yeah, you know, that's not great to get hung out deep in that, uh, on that track. Uh, even if it's not about really ground that much, it, it still is. That's not great turf to be running on that far outside. So, you know, I do want to look elsewhere. And so Bran is the horse that I ended up looking at six to one on the morning line. And this is a horse that just has been knocking on the door against Arrest Me Red, kind of finishing right behind. This horse also has stretched out at a mile and has had some success there, has had success running the downhill turf course at Santa Anita, which we talked about. So there's a lot to suggest that Bran is going to take to this Kentucky Downs turf pretty well. Uh, Has shipped to Kentucky once before, is traditionally a West Coast turf horse. Uh, but finished second at Churchill in a stakes race uh, once before. So it shipped well to the Midwest, which I think is important. Underneath, I really like the uh, the nine front run, the Fed, uh, you know, run really well at Kentucky Downs, actually posted its career best speed figure, Kentucky Downs, a 101, has some flexibility to either sprint or go longer. So I do like that. Uh, and then Gregorian Chant, similar flexibility. Uh, can always kind of go both ways, always gives a strong account, I feel like, and at 10 to 1 on the morning line can give you some value underneath. All right. We are – oh, I got to – I so my vertical play, I'm going to remember to work these in eventually. Uh, listen, uh, I don't ever want to hear people talk shit about boxing exactas. You know what? Because there's a time and a place for everything, and that time and a place is fucking Kentucky Downs where crazy shit happens. So – uh, I've got a vertical bet, which is an exacta box one four eleven here using uh, chasing already then using my big bomb on the inside. All right. We have to get a break in here at the notorious OTB pause for the cause words from the sponsors vert as they might say in London. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the notorious OTB brought to you by the sports gambling podcast network. We are all up in this pick five too deep. Going into the third leg at Kentucky Downs, the all stakes, all graded stakes pick five. Oh man, it's such a good sequence. It gets your piss high. So now talking about the hypest shit ever, 
uh mile and a half turf races uh over an undulating <laughs> picturesque green course uh so from a strategic point i so far in this ticket i'm 40 it's gonna behoove me to single i think this might be the only race right i see a single and, and i'm taking it uh i mean it's a horse for course something you mentioned it's a pace play uh and then there's a horse that i can if i can get around because remember i'm not using any favorites here uh if i get around gufo uh, with my single Arclo, the four, seven to two on the money line. Uh, I mean, I, I don't see anything that doesn't work for this horse. I'm so confident in it that it's something that, you know, I single in the, the horizontal. Uh, and then maybe I do a little cover with the trifecta, uh, the four, uh, Arclo using also the 12, uh, and then what two, four, 12, two, three, four, seven, eight, 12. I'll give the names for that in a second after Matthew, uh, corrects me on who's going to win but yeah i i really like arclo out, out near the front gufo i like but really has a b a b kind of pattern though so i'm, I'm looking to to upset here yep. yeah i i'm right there with you upsetting gufo i was actually shocked to see this horse entered in this race he ran two weeks ago at the sword dancer now you know, here's a couple of things to point out one it's not as if gufo is a sprint horse you see sprint horses wheel back two weeks later and that's not a big deal sometimes this is a turf marathoner. He has never in his career run on less than four weeks rest. So now they're going to put him out on a different course on two weeks rest. I absolutely am all in against Gufo. Uh, and I think you can easily beat him. And so this is where I actually agree with you. Arklo felt like the next most logical choice in, in this spot. And, you know, the horse for course, we said it. Four for four, finishing in the money. Four for four in the top two. In fact, two wins, two seconds in his careers at Kentucky Downs. Has a lot of versatility. He's eight years old, but he's still running in really strong form. The other horse that I that I am going to mention just very quickly is Temple. Uh, it's a horse that is just incredibly consistent uh, and you know has gotten a couple of wins. I don't necessarily like him up top, but he. He doesn't win much, but it, like I said, very, very consistent. The other horse for a course that I'll give you is Glenn County. That's a huge price at 30 to one. Uh, but Glenn County, similar, uh, two races at Kentucky Downs, one win, one third. So, you know, he's got some experience there. He likes that turf course. Uh, he's a horse that fell out of form, it feels like, a little bit over the last year, but has had, has some good races in him. And, and if he can recapture something, really like him underneath. And then finally, highest honors uh, is an ascending horse who I think has run against some pretty big competition uh, and who I have my high eye on on the far outside. So uh, I also, like you, though, I'm, I'm all over Arklo up top. Yeah, I mean, it just makes sense. And I mean, Brad Cox is going to get his winners out of Kentucky meet, you know, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, sometimes I, I like to do this where I attribute a horse to a trainer that I completely whiff on who, who the real trainer was. So if I'm right, it's Brad Cox. You I are. assume it is. Uh, I mean, he's going, he's going to get his winners and Arklo's kind of been the jewel of that older marathon horse uh, for, for the Brad Cox barn. All right, moving on race 11, the mint ladies sprint stake. So is this just like, maybe like a, like mint farmers of America sort of like, you know, like brought to you by pork. Or something like that, or is this like the Ryan Reynolds phone company? Um, because it makes I me don't wonder know. if Ryan Reynolds is a degen. It's the mint lobby coming in, it's big mint coming in, yeah. trying to trying to change our minds, trying to you know get us to eat Mentos or spearmint gum or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if no. I like it. I've had enough of it as for one, and I won't take it anymore. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, so I'm, I might be trying to just go bananas here. I might be trying to just boom the dynamite. I want to hear what you got, and then I, I want you to hear what I got. Yeah, and then you tell me if what I got is crazy. All right. Uh, so this is one where I actually am going towards the chalk. Uh, and so the first two, ra- first three races, really, I tried to buck that and go with horses that were second, third, fourth choices. Uh, this time, w- going with the chalk here, and that is uh, Campanella. And at eight to five on the morning line, that's my top pick. Uh, this one feels like a horse that just has a ton of class. Has and here's why I like her so much. She's run overseas in France, in Britain. You know what they have overseas? undulating turf courses and so this is why i just there's a lot of experience running over this type of ground she's just coming off a third place uh finish in a 24 horse field at ascot last time out so she's got a lot of class it's a wesley ward sprinter i know it's cliche but i'm i'm gonna go with her up top and uh because I just feel like you have to get skinny at certain points. I'm not quite as confident in you in singling Arclo. I might have to be a little more spread in that race. Right, and so right. this is the one where I'm going to be a little skinnier. Okay. Here's here's my might have lost my goddamn mind. Shoot your shot. Shoot or shoot. That's right. Um, I like the two. Violenza, 30 to 1 on the morning line. I'm making that my top pick. I... I got a feeling uh, it's a good feeling too, um, especially whenever I took a look at how the pace projected uh, in it for me. You know, I, I did my pace projections. I, I sent them to Matthew so he could see uh, the meth lab that is my brain. And I see just, you know, granted, some horses are going to scratch out, but I see a very hot pace of the horses that are not also eligibles in there. It's a big bunch at the front and there are horses like Violenza at at 20 to 1. I mean, 30 to one, I have to take this shot. So I, I win play show on this one and I, I rarely go win play show. So, or, you know, I, I feel like it's going to get a piece. So that I love that pick here, but this is another one where I couldn't go skinny. I, I hear you. And, and you know, with so many races and with so many runners and, and particularly over this undulating turf course that might tire horses out, especially if there's a lot of heat up on the front end, it makes sense to look at horses that might be coming from behind. One of the horses that I'm interested in is Star Divine at a little bit of a price, 10 to 1. This was a horse that was running really, really well and just had a, kind of a bad effort at Saratoga last time out, but otherwise had really been trending in the right direction. And so I'm willing to kind of go back and use that horse again in some of my different bets. I, I think, you know, some of my different verticals at 10 to 1 on the morning line, you're again getting nice value. Uh, so, you know, if you're not going to, if you're not, maybe don't have the courage to shoot the shot that Chase is going to shoot. You know, you can you can also take baby steps in getting there and, and go to a horse that's maybe ten to one. Yes, just go. What about Bob? Just baby step it. Uh, I <laughs> so I spread out there. I was a uh, two, three, five, six. Another exact box. The two, three, six. Uh, so uh, the the two was uh, violins of my horse. Uh, the three jouster. That's actually a horse I like quite a bit for Todd Pletcher. And yeah. then the uh, the six um, uh, Toby's heart. Another another bigger price that should be running late. Um, so that is four legs. We are at the crucial leg, the money leg here. Time to get paid, blow up like the world's trade. Run Your Pool is the home of competition. It's bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun for, from Pick'em to Survivor to other fantasy pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features 
that you don't get anywhere else. Why are you letting just some old guy from accounting that you know pour over spreadsheets? Now, let Run Your Pool do this. Don't rely on Leonard. And we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Hop in now to reserve your spot. $500 cash plus $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store to the winner. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. Now, what is Odds Trader? I'll be damned if it's not a one-stop shop for pretty much most of your, your sports gaming needs. It's a place where you can compare odds from all the major sports books. They, they put it all together in one. You can compare, compare different sign-up codes and promotions so that when you shop around, you can play with a little bit of house money. App also gives in some in-depth statistics, player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, all the stuff that you want to know before you place a wager. Also, it's got a bet tracker so you can keep track of your wagers, have a little accountability. So, go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site of all of your game day bets. Uh, this sounds like a like a pair of 1980s batting gloves, uh, race 12, the Franklin Simpson stakes. Um, it's a grade two, six and a half furlong. Uh, man, I, these, I hate handicapping these large fields with these many multiple also eligible so far ahead of time. Uh, because I mean, so much has to change for those horses to get in. It's hard to predict what gets in. Sometimes they are the much, you know, the much, the best horse, when I do like tip sheets and stuff, I usually try to just not use them because I don't want to give people a horse that's going to be scratched out. And then I just, yep. you know, I, I choose my poison here. So I had to go way deep here, but I had a horse I liked quite a bit. And the number 10 asymmetric eight to one. It's my top pick. Uh, one winner of a grade one at a Goodwood in the UK, uh, which means the horse can handle running and graded stakes company without Lasix. Uh, got Irad and West Ward. I mean, I hate Irad. I hold grudges, but I'm not fucking dumb. Irad is good, so I I, I really like him on asymmetric here. Uh, it's definitely a win bet for me. I'll I'll wait to go through this huge list of horses because you'll probably cover a few uh, with who I've got left in the horizontal. Yeah, and just to follow up your point on Irad, I was at the Virginia Derby uh, on Tuesday this week, and Irad I believe won five uh, races at the Virginia Derby, including the Virginia Oaks and Virginia Derby. And after the third win of the day, my mother who accompanied me there. Uh, she has not been at a horse race in about 25 years. She looked at me and said, what other horses is that guy riding? Because we're going to be betting all of them. And I was like, okay, fair enough. That sounds yeah. good. <laughs> so, yeah. And indeed we did. And so, uh, you know, but yeah, I read as I read, I mean, I, because of those connections, I don't think you're going to get eight to one, obviously on asymmetric, like it's going to get bet down. It's going to get sure. hit hard. I mean, a lot of these Wesley Ward sprinters, even today, I've been looking you know, 10, 12 to one ends up going off at five to two. I mean, it's just hard to predict kind of where they go. I had Um, the wink, wink, nudge disclaimer of no, no morning line favorites could, could be close to a post time favorite. (laughs) Could be, could be, Well, you know, still in this large of a field, the beauty is you're still going to get a good price because there's going to be money spread out all over the place. Uh, So I, nobody's going to be going off at too low of a price. So this is one where, I really, really, really wanted to go with the horse all in sync, uh, which was a horse that it made its turf debut last time out and won and saw a huge perk up and inspire speed figures. I really wanted to go with this horse, but the horse went against one of my basic rules that I talked about. 
does not like winning over six furlongs. And so I was just worried about the pace. I'm worried about the distance. So I ended up eating some chalk in this last leg, again, kind of staying skinny uh, from a horizontal standpoint uh, and going with uh, Big Invasion. The morning line pick uh, has won last six starts, has beaten several of the top, top contenders multiple times. Joel Rosario, hey, he may not be able to uh, ride Warlike Goddess to victory, but you put him on a sprint turf, and my God, the man can do miracles. So I'm going to go with uh, Big Invasion there uh, up top as my top pick in the Franklin Simpson. Trained for the the man of the salmon-hued Chino, uh, Christophe Clement. The women love you when you get out there. Why do you think that is? What did you say? The women love you when you get out there. Why is that, ladies? Well, I'm asking you. Huh? The man can rock a tempered peak hue, that's for sure. All right. I so I like I said went very wide. The other horses I'm considering using the five all in sync for Steve Asmussen. I like that he's got Brian Hernandez Jr. up. Horse hadn't done anything wrong, been pretty steady in his last few starts, not against great uh competition. Uh yeah, okay. I had a big invasion. Uh and I'm not dumb. Uh then I also used the eight uh Sumter for Papa Mandela. Yep. Papa Mandela with Johnny V. Can't go wrong. Uh the 10 asymmetric. Uh and then outside of that, I had the 14 and the 15, sky and sand. And uh, Catamosto. I don't throw horses into the, you know, the proverbial ticket meat grinder here. Uh, but I'm investing a lot in this. I want a lot of coverage at the end. I, I understand it's at the sacrifice of ROI. But otherwise, I mean, you know, 0% of zero is fucking zero. So got one it, you know, going wide, one a hit. Absolutely. And I like that Catamosto quite a bit, the 15 uh, as well. I, I would include him on my tickets. Uh, he, you know, Joseph O'Brien horse, second start in North America. A lot of things to like there. I, I'm really impressed by the fact that Joseph O'Brien's bringing horses down to Kentucky Downs. Uh, I think it's his first year doing that. And so always exciting to see that. Obviously, he's, you know, set up shop in Saratoga now. So uh, interested to see how his horses perform. And I really, really hope this horse draws in uh, because I'll be interested to see how he runs. Also like Sumter, like you. Uh, so underneath, I think, you know, you and I are kind of seeing this race very similarly. You're taking a big shot up top. I'll, I'll probably go a little chalky up top, but I, there's prices to be found underneath. And even if you like the chalk up top, there's ways to make betting profitable there from a vertical standpoint, because I think even if you do, you know, exactus trifectas, you can really get a nice return on investment. I'm trying to just light the dynamite uh, with a, a get out trifecta here where I'm using, uh, I'm using the eight and the 10 on, on top. That's a Sumter and asymmetric. Uh, then I'm going to go ahead and I'm not going to wheel in the favorite. I'm going to wheel in the five all in sync. So five, eight, 10, and then uh, five, six, eight, 10, 14, 15, all the horses that I talked about in my horizontal, uh, you know, if the 14, 15 drops out, that cuts the price of the bet in half from, from eight to four. Uh, and then also, I mean, same kind of it, it makes the pick five ticket a whole lot cheaper if those two scratch out. So without further ado, let's go ahead. Let's run through our tickets. Matthew, what was your pick five? How'd you end up? Yeah. So my pick five in leg one was the one, four, five, eight in leg two was the two, eight, nine, 12 in the third leg. It was the three, four. Then it was the nine, 10 in the fourth leg. And then the five, six, eight, 15 in the final leg. And so uh, all toll with the uh, also eligible, that would be $128. 96 though, if the 15 scratches out. So I, I hate making tickets this big, but once again, feel like the reward is there for the risk. Uh, 
My ticket ended up being $192 uh, if, if all the also eligibles uh, draw in, 160 if one of them draws in, uh, 128 if none of them draw in. So not too bad um, if they don't draw in. Otherwise, I'm very sorry for the price of this ticket. Um, <laughs> if I get if I get bold and single Arclo, which might be a decision the day of the race, you then that, a very affordable ticket. Yeah, then the $96 ticket gets a lot cheaper. So uh and, and so that becomes a little bit more affordable but yeah it it's tough when you have these races i mean it reminds me a little bit of betting at ascot when you just have these massive turf races and you're like oh christ you can make an argument for eight of these horses That's uh and it it's hard so it's uh hats off to anybody who hits that late pick five and, and i hope uh, some of the advice we gave can help people get there yeah absolutely so my final ticket it was first leg three four five six second leg one four eight eleven Third leg singling Arclo the four. Fourth, two, three, five, six. And then with the also eligibles, we are six deep. Five, six, eight, 10, 14, 15. Woo! I've got a good schwitz going, a good sweat uh, after after that one. Because I mean, for one, intense handicapping. For two, I mean, Matthew, you guys can't see him, but I can. Fucking hubba hubba, this guy. Um, Man, how did you enjoy your your first uh, your first weekend of football? Or I guess second, technically, with week zero. Well, I did because I am a graduate of the University of Florida, mm-hmm. and I'm also a graduate of Furman University. Mm-hmm. And Florida's head football coach now is a former friend of mine who I went to school with at Furman, Billy Napier. He was the quarterback while I was at really Furman. yes. And uh, Billy lived two doors down from me in my junior year. Uh, he roomed with you know three big old offensive linemen. And I yeah. uh, got to know Billy pretty well. We had a really good team at Furman those years and uh, at the one double a level. And uh, yeah, he was a great guy, just a great, great guy. And now he's coaching Florida. So I was so excited Saturday night, not just for flight line, but for Florida beating Utah last second interception. And I know uh, Arkansas had a big win though, as well over Cincinnati last week, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I mean, uh, first game of the year, a lot to clean up, of course. Um, but at the, at the same time, uh, I mean, that's a good program at Cincy. I mean, I, I, they're not like Alabama reloading, but they didn't lose a ton. Uh, quarterback, a couple, couple DBs. Uh, I think we've just got the, we've got the dude at quarterback with, with KJ Jefferson and our coach. We, we've got the right coach. I hope we hold on to him for like 20 years um, until he goes like three and nine next year. And I'm like, get the, <laughs> get the fat fuck out of here. Uh, you tell Billy Napier for me, he pulls off the very close crop silver fox look yeah very well i mean it reminds me of the cisco video for the thong song back in the day where his head was like painted silver he's a good way to go i i uh i, I also think florida's got their guy and i also think they should absorb your other team and make it one team called the fermigators <laughs> now i'm gonna have to change my password on all of my uh, <laughs> login information fantastic <laughs> real, real quick we're recording this thursday night nfl football kicks off tonight you like anything in the rams uh bills game you know, I'm a bit of a contrarian, and so I'm going to go with the Bills. Uh, I, I'm just, I'm not the biggest fan of the Rams. And I actually worked with the woman who was the aunt of the general manager to the Buffalo Bills. So I am uh, a, a kind of a de facto Bills fan because I used to work with uh, his aunt at a Guilford Technical Community College. So, well, I. Yeah. I, I hope you join us next time on the Notorious OTB, where basically we won't talk about racing. I'm just going to play six degrees of Matthew DeSantis. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, dude. 
That's a you you network well, my man. I'm proud of you. Just I, I just happen to fall into things a lot of times. Like people are yeah. just like, oh, I know that person. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And it, <laughs> you know, and so it's uh, just random connections. Matthew random, random connections. Ben LinkedIn DeSantis. <laughs> That's it for us. Uh, let's let's hope this thing hits. P- pays big balloons. Either my ticket or or DeSantis's ticket. I cheer for my my uh, my guest tickets. Of course. I cheer for um, yours. Well, thank you, uh, man. Uh, Matthew, you got anything going on you want to plug? Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, obviously, you can follow me on Twitter at the handle at failed to menace, and uh, I'm also doing a weekly breeders cup prep show for trust the profits on youtube which you can find under trust the profits uh but it's a countdown to keeneland where every week i recap breeders cup when and you're in races and preview the following weeks when you're in races and keep you up to date with all of the news pertaining to the breeders cup in terms of what horses are shipping in shipping out shipping on whatever happens so if you're interested in get ready for the breeders cup check it out uh, it's on youtube under trust the profits I can't tell you how valuable something like that is. You get the advanced PPs. There are so many horses to wade through. It makes a whole bunch of sense to listen to these guys and figure out what's the most current so that you don't have to waste your goddamn time. You know where to find me. I'm at of Oakland on Twitter. I'm always out there being abrasive. Hey, if you like the show, give it a subscribe. Give it a follow. Uh, leave us a review. Uh, five star or one. I don't care. I might come back if there's one, though. Um, that's it for us at the Notorious OTB. Good luck in Kentucky Downs. We will catch you next time.